Ja, ons is gebruikelijk so kwart oor 12 op donderdag is Lindy in die atelier uh, met jou business lunch with Lindy en uh, interessante gas wat sy saamgebring het. Lindy, goeiemiddag. Christy, I'm so excited. Today in, in the studio we've got Joan Slobbert. He's the owner of West Peak Meats, fourth generation business. What an honor. I'm so excited to hear your story, Joanne. Welcome. Morning, Lindy. Nice to meet you. Nice to eventually um, sit down and, yeah, discuss my life story with you. And, um, yeah, I've heard your shows on the radio numerous times on That's my way right. to work. And, yeah, it's nice just to eventually be here and So it's almost like you. we've been friends, but we've not known one another. Exactly. <laughs> just like that. So let's dig in immediately. Where did it all start? Uh, like four generations ago. Joan, tell us your story. Well, long story short, uh, my great-grandfather started in the meat trade in Rivia Castile in, I think it was 1908. Um, mm. And then my grandfather took over the business, um, so they were farmers. And mm. um, then my gra- grandfather had a, a butchery in Marmesbury oh, okay. from Rivia Castile. They moved mm. to Marmesbury, and my dad was born in Marmesbury, and then they... The family moved to Strand, mm. and uh, my grandfather had a butchery in Somerset, Main, Somerset West Main Road, mm. where Absa Bank is now. Okay. And then my grandfather passed away when my dad was um, still at high school, and he, my father. Oh wow! So, granddad passed away, dad's still in high mm. school, and now what happened? Grandmother was running the butchery. Dad oh, wow. was learning the trade. So there's been a couple of strong women's in the back, women Definitely. in the back line as well. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so my dad um, worked in the butchery um, after school weekends and eventually took over the, the butchery. And then he built a massive meat processing plant in Strand where Handy Pack is today, uh, mm. which was Halderberg Bacon Factory. And, um, yeah, he employed over 120 people. That was in the days that Gans Cannery was next to us. And, yeah, he. When was that about, John? Sure. Um, that was in the, um, that was in the 1980s, 1980s? 70s and 80s. Okay. Yeah. Over 100 people in this factory. Yeah. Okay. Over 100 people employed. Um, he had a depot in Uppington. He had another depot in George, um, mm. where he distributed to. He supplied to retailers, uh, restaurants, corner cafes. Uh, there was a lot of them back then. Um, mm. He had travelers on the road doing mm. sales and distribution back then. Yes, the old cafes, I remember the corner cafes before Pick and Pay and Checkers mm. and all. Um, yeah. They just verdwined, eh? Yeah, no, they, they disappeared. I they think disappeared. The, the franchise, retail franchises, they took over, they took over the, oh. the quick spas and the, all yeah. the smaller little um, yes. OK Foods and yes. that's on the corner cafes space now. OK. And so when did you get involved? Um, well, my dad sold the business when I was still in primary school. Um, mm. And then by chance, I was in my mid-twenties um, looking for something to do. And I started my business in 1999. And I guess in a sense, I was drawn into the trade. Um, that was never my plan. My dad always said to me, you can do whatever you like, just never go into the meat trade. 
Oh my gosh! Are you kidding and, me? Yeah. So. Um, and but here you are, drawn here, into the trade. Here I started am. Started your business. Yeah. He supported me well, but ne- I don't think he ever thought I would continue with it. It was, it was very small, and I mm. basically started um, in my mom's kitchen. I want to say. Um, oh well, basically I was I was buying frozen meat at the, in the um, cold stores in the Cape Town Harbour and selling it to restaurants. And one of the restaurants I sold to was the McRib franchise. I remember them. Yes, and they were they were getting stock from a company up in Joburg that was supplying them, but they were struggling with the distribution down in the Cape. And then they approached me and asked if I won't do the pre-cooked and marinated spirits for them. And that's when I started production. I never did production before that. And I started production in my mom's kitchen. Can and, you believe it? <laughs> And and I remember, Joan, I think I've read that um, you called yourself Ripcore. That's correct. So originally started as Ripcore at that stage? Yeah, because that was our main line that pre-cooked we were doing. Pre-cooked We did Ripcore pre-cooked meats, yeah. That was our company name. And okay. we did basically pre-cooked ribs, pre-cooked chickens, pre-cooked uh, chicken wings. And that mm. was my three main lines that I started the business with. And this is now 24 years ago. 24 years ago. Can yeah. you believe? <laughs> Crazy. Does it feel like 24 years, Ron? It feels like yesterday, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, hey? no, I oh can't believe our time has flown, but so, yeah, a but lot you, has happened since. I'm sure, and, and we're going to get into that. Um, I want to ask you, um, what is it that you do? I know you've changed the name from Ripcore Meat Products to West Peak Meats. Um, but what is your range of products that you currently do for everyone out there? So we all know now. Yeah. Well, we a couple of years back, I um, I bought my first smoker and we started started doing smoked meats, which is basically in the line that my dad was doing: bacon's, hams, salamis, uh, um, uh, gammons, ice pines, all all Ooh. sorts of smoked pork products mainly, Ooh. and then chicken as well. Mm. Um, so that is the range that we are doing. We, we're doing for ShopRite Checkers. We're doing the old smokehouse range. Uh, okay, so on ShopRite Checkers, um, um, I'll see the, what, what do you call the range? The old? Old smokehouse. And that would be all your stuff. Um, That's majority exciting. is mine, yeah. Majority okay. is mine. And you supply to quite a, a broad range of retail? Yes. Um, um, our main business is retail. So we do business with spa. Um, so we do all the spas. We, we have done spa in um, Namibia as well. Um, one of my first um, export orders went to spa in Namibia. We stopped just before or during COVID, we stopped exporting. Um, but we have, we're about Since to pick, pick up the, pick up the slack again and start exporting f- hopefully from this year still. Christy, when we come back, um, I'm, you know, fascinated to hear more of Jean's stories. We'll be back right after this. This business lunch with Lindy. Ons gaan aan Lindy. Jean, ek weet, ons praat so makkelijk van een bezigheid wat 24 jaar bestaan. Um, so ek is seker daar is legio hoogtepunte, goed waarop jy specifiek trots is as jy so terugkijk. En ek wonder wat so groot opa groeitje gesê het as hy nou nog vandag gelewe het. So, uh, wat is die goed wit vir jou trots smaak? Jy weet, ek, ek denk, twee van hulle het nou, het ek nou reeds genoem, um, die eerste sal soeke wees, die dag toe ek my eerste um, rookas ingevoer het uit Europa uit, en um, gerookte producte begin maak het, wat, uh, wat my pa gemaakt het. Mm. Die cellelijn wat hy gedoen het, die bikens, die hamme, die kouwevleise, die die, die um, kersfeesgammons, waarvan wow. hy tonne en tonne vervaardig het, 
Ik moet zeggen, dit was een oomblik van trots dat ik kan zeggen, nou is ik werkelijk um, bezig om mijn pauze voetsporen te stappen. Wow. So dit was, dit was a, a definitieve hoogtepunt voor mij. Um, en dan denk ik, een van die, van die verdere hoogtepunten was toen ik die eerste trok sedere uh, toe maak met mijn eerste vracht um, uitvoerproduct naar Namibia toe. Ongelooflijk, ik um, kan denken. Dit was, was pre-COVID, zie jij? Dit was pre-COVID, ja. ja? So, so dit was nogal een hoogtepunt geweest en ja, ik zie nogal eraan om net weer die dieren op te maken en te kijken hoe ver ons in Afrika kan opgaan. Mm. Um, en dan wil ik sê, twee ander was in uh, 2019 geweest. Um, ons het in um, november het ons ShopRite's um, die ShopRite groeps uh, verskaffer van die jaar um, uh, trofee ontvang. Wat een ongeloof, sê gauw weer in 2019 ShopRite's verskaffer van die jaar. Verskaffer van die jaar. Dit is nationaal. Dit is nationaal geweest, ja. Brachies, so, weet jy zoan, dit is een ongelooflike prestatie. Baie ja, geluk. Dankie, dankie. Ja, nee, ek moet sê, dit, dit was heel, ek, ek het glad nie verwacht nie, ek het nie eers geweet, ek is Um, so dit spreek van kwaliteit product, dit spreek van een uitstekende diens. Uh, ja, dat is so baie aspekte wat hulle naar kyk, maar het is maar, het is diens en het is kwaliteit en het is... Um, Professioneel. Ja, en, en het die, die communicatie wat ons het met die, wow. met die klient en um, mm. die, die, die klient kom altyd eerst en ons, wow. ons buig altyd achter oor om die klient gelukkig te hou. Wow, dit is een ongelooflike kroon, baie, baie geluk. En, en jy ja. meld, daar was nog iets wat vir jou uitgestaan Ja, het. ons in die selle jaar in december um, het ons vir, ook vir ShopRiteCheckers um, het ons in, ons doen hulle, of van hulle um, Jammer vir die Engels, hulle limited edition reeks. Mm. Um, wat hulle net oor kersfeest um, op die rakke het. En mm. die ene is een ontbeende hoender, um, wat gestop word met de vulsel. En dan word hy gaar gemaakt. Um, mm. Daai jaar was het met de um, bessie vulsel gewees. Wow, en dit klink heerlijk. Ons het die, um, die Cape Times Courantse um, Thijstest Award gewen met daar product, so waar hulle daar product vergelijk het, basis checkers sy product met Woolies, met Spar, met Pick and Pay, alle retailers sy hoener wat hulle verkeersvest op die rakke het, het hulle tegen mekaar getoets en die een wat ek vir checkers doen het, het gewen, so ek Hier moet sê dit fanta- was, so wie is die brein achter al die wonderlijke producten, is het jy? Um, baie van het is ek, baie van het is checkers sal, wat die ontwikkeling doen, so Oe, ek doen verskrit het baie ontwikkeling met mm. hulle um, um, produksiespan of ontwikkelingspan, Oe, hulle te groot kom bij so hulle sal nou vir jou sê, oor die ons is nou lus vir een gestopte hoener vir kerswees? Precies, baie keer sal hulle vir my die recept gee, Okay. Sê, dit is wat ons verleek, maak het vir ons en bring vir ons dit, voorbeelde. Aan een keer sal ek iets ontwikkeling sê, dit het ek ontwikkel, probeer dit, kyk of het iets is wat jullie wil luis, en as hulle daarvan hou, dan doen ons dit. En, ja. Hoor weer eens, Christy, um, Joan laat het baie makkelijk klink, maar kyk, dit is nou die een ding wat ek nou nie gaan probeer nie. So met elke bezigheid wat so fenomenaal groei, met die wonderlijke prestaties, Joan, is dat toch seker ook nou en dan, iets wat jy onthou wat vir jou besonder moeilik was om te oorkom. Um, is daar iets waarin jy nou kan dink? <laughs> ek sien sommer jy glimlach. Ja, dit... <laughs> of, of is dit, hoe lang kan ons, hoe lang het ons tijd? <laughs> ja, nee, dit is, dit is nogal een groot challenge geweest, as ek die woord mag gebruik. Maar ja, natuurlijk. Ons het in november 2019 het ons een brand gehad by die fabriek waar my kantoorblok 
afgebrand het tot op die grond. Einde november, net voor seisoentijd, ons is bezig met um, jaarindproductie en dit was... Ja, dit moest ongelooflik traumatisch geweest ja, het. Nee, dit was nie lekker geweest nie. Ek sal, ek sal nooit vergeet nie. Hulle het, um, my nachtskool was daar geweest toe het gebeur het. Hulle het my gebel, ek het aangekom en die hele plek was in vlamme geweest. En ek het visies in die brandende gebouw ingehaard loop, net om my um, hoofrekenaar um, te gaan haal waar al my um, data en data en goed is. op was. Want sonder dit was ja, sy ons geen, geen rekord gehad het. Swan, jy, mens, kyk nou sikke goed, en dan denk jy net, hoe staan mens op, mm. letterlijk out of the ashes, nou, ja. maar jy moet net, ne? morgen jy ochend moet, moet jy maar net weer aangaan. Jy moet, jy het nie kese nie, so, mm. dit was, ek het, my span het ingekom, eers het allemaal geheil, door haar aankom, toe hulle sien hoe lekker gebouw die, ja. die volgende dag, maar, ja, allemaal het net hulle, hulle mouw opgerol, en begin skoonmaak, waar hulle, waar hulle moes, um, en ons het, dag later het ons weer met productie voortgegaan. Vol productie dag later. Gel, gelukkig het die, um, het die fabriekgedeelte nie skade geleid nie. Oor, so dit was net die kantore, kantore. en um, die um, stoorgedeelte boop die kantore wat, wat afgebrand. So sê vir my, jy, jy, jy het een fabriek hierna by um, um, net vinnig, hoeveel mense werk thans in jou fabriek? Um, dit wissel maar so binnen en buiten seizoen, maar ons trek ook al hier by 100 mense. 100 mense by die fabriekje in Gans. In Gans, ja. So kan jy hoor, Christy, definitief nie een klein bezigheidje nie, maar rarig net die omiedraai. Joan, wanneer ons terugkom, wil ek, um, wil ek so bykie meer met jou gesels rondom, wat denk jy ondersky jou product in die mark? En uh, ek wil so bykie by jou hoor, wie is jaas mens en wat gee jou hoop vir Suid-Afrika? Um, so ons is net die na weer terug. Ja, baie interessant, ons is terug net die na met Business Lunch with Lindy op Helleberg FM. Business Lunch with Lindy, dis waarmee ons bezig is. Sy gesels met John Slabber, die eindaar van West Peak Meets, ook Ripcore genoem, so die laaste sessie Lindy. John, when we look at a business, um, certainly there must have been some important lessons learned. You mentioned that you also were flooded twice this year. So what has been some of the lessons you've learned in the last 24 years? Uh, don't start a business on the banks of a river. <laughs> oh, <laughs> watch the floodlines. Watch the floodlines, yeah. So, yeah, the Lawrence River uh, burst its banks twice this year and both times my office block was flooded. Oh my um, gosh, and that's risk, con- eh? Considerable damage, yeah. So luckily, the once again, the, the factory floor wasn't damaged mm. um it well it was flooded but it it was it's built for mm. for water for a wet mm. environment so none, none of my machines were damaged it was more the office furniture mm. and the, some pieces mm. with, that were standing on the floor and mm. that was yeah that was quite quite and substantial what about, um, good financial management you know watching margins and you see that is something that i learned the hard way um being very young when i started the business and not knowing much about business and basically just starting from scratch as an as a novice and um I realized very quickly that um gross profit margins need to be checked and rechecked diligently mm. Mm-hmm. needs to be controlled and um, especially on products that I'm like the ones that I make where you've got very small profit margins on. Mm. Um, especially selling to retail, um, those margins are marginal and if if you don't watch the scorecard regularly, you can find yourself in a, mm-hmm. in a difficult cash 
position, right? Exactly. Because you do your sales, you think you're doing mm. sales, but meanwhile you're not covering costs. You're just costs. earning money. Just earning yeah. money. And so that is very go. dangerous. That happens very, very easily. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And especially fluctuating food costs and controlling those input costs, um, critical. Your ideal client still big retail, right? Um, yes, I've always preferred the big retail chains. The bigger volumes um, helps, mm. um, but it does mean lower margins, like you said. But as long as you manage the margins uh, diligently, then then you're fine, and you must just communicate that with a with a um, customer as well. Um, there's a lot of growth potential with the, with the retailers. I think that's what. Why I yeah. am uh, so so pro retailer? Yeah, but I can hear that you've also managed to um, build a partner relationship with them. You know, mm. it's like you partner with checkers, and they tell you what they want, and yeah. you know, and these these um, you know solving problems mm. together. Yeah. So, what advice will you give listeners listening to us today? Um, I don't know, talking about meat or business, <laughs> uh, go for it. Well. Um, from from a personal point, I would say manage your accounts receivable tightly. As mm. bad debts can, it can really hurt a young business. It can actually hurt any business. Yeah, you know, it can take you to your knees. Absolutely, yeah, a customer becomes a liability if he can't settle his account, mm. and and that is very important. Mm. And that I learned at a very young age um, when my business was very young, and mm. uh, one of my biggest customers went belly up. And yeah, they couldn't pay me, and I had no cash flow at that time. And oh my gosh! It took me a long time to, to actually recover. recover from that. Your cash is king, eh? Mm. And guard your money. And the sale is only made once the money is in the bank. Exactly. And I think, especially with retail, long paying periods, you know, those cycles that you've got to manage very carefully. Yeah, yeah that's that comes down to cash flow. The yeah. the retailers, yes, they do take the time to pay. But you know your your payment is guaranteed. It's guaranteed Head at least. Pays you, and mm. you don't have to lie awake wa- worrying about mm. is that guy going to pay me yeah, or the, not? That the customer buys new Amarok. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Goes cash. Yeah. So, Joan, uh, what gives you hope for for our country? I always like to end off interviews with that question. I mean, why keep going? What gives you hope? Um, I'd say it's the 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 resilience of South Africans. Mm. Um, we it's our capacity to recover quickly from from difficulties when we face with challenges and adversity we adapt and overcome true absolutely um, true. my own staff has proven that to me over and over by overcoming a fire and two floods and just taking it all in their stride and it is it was amazing to see and i don't think i've, I've actually uh, um acknowledged them enough in that because a lot of people would have just packed up shop and and left. Probably never recovered from it. And the fact that we did, it just proves the type of people that I work with. And on a more uh, national note, I'm going to say it's like the Springbok showing um, how they could snatch victory from the jaws of defeat in the semifinals um, of the World Cup. And um, yeah, most of their games where they where mm. they really against all odds against all odds they really came up and um showed what they made of and um yeah that just shows the resilience of us as a nation and mm. and i must say that that does give me hope even with all the challenges that we face on a on a daily basis Sean um i really want to applaud you as a business owner 24 years later three bags of salt eaten and down the drain <laughs> 
But here you are giving hope and an income um, to over 100 people, supplying people with food, um, proudly waving our flag. I'm so proud of you. I want to just tell you, you've been an inspiration for me this morning. Honestly, I do know that you, West Peak Meats, have got a factory outlet. Please tell our listeners where to get hold of you because I'm rushing off there, definitely. Thanks, Lindy. Thanks for the compliment you, you paid me. And um, yeah, it was amazing to spend the time with you and just telling my story. Um, of course. Um, and yeah, we've, we've got a small factory outlet. Um, as you know, my, the, the, my main customers are the retailers. Mm. So I do supply um, all the checkers, most of the spas, the pick and pays and all that. But we do have a small um, small outlet where people can come and um, buy from us directly if they mm-hmm. if they prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are down in Lawrence Street, um, right next to Gain Center, basically next to the Hyundai car dealership. And is the um, factory hours um, Mondays to Fridays? Normal normal work hours eight okay. to five um, Monday to Friday. Yeah, we're not open on weekends except come season time. Then I normally have somebody that works half day till 12. Um, okay. And so. most of your range is available at your factory yeah, shop? Yeah, m- majority of, of the ranges are available. Mm. If there's any special requests that you don't have, just phone it in. We get the order ready for you. So secrecy, the best kept secret in the in the uh, local best kept secret is Joan <laughs> Slobert of West Peak Meats. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Joan. And may God bless you and your business, and dare I say, for generations to come. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lenny. I appreciate the time. I appreciate the, the chat, and it was nice to meet you. Absolutely. Thank you, Lindy. We'll talk again next week, Donnerdag, kwart over 12, here on Helleberg FM Business Lunch with Lindy.